Second Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. This place of scripture speaks of trade which the Lord had initiated upon the cross through his Son, upon whom he took our shame and our poverty, existing in every aspect of our life. <clears throat> and this is so that we could become uh, rich in his poverty. He was completely robbed of everything Jesus Christ brought to absolute poverty and left literally with nothing so that we can receive access to his glorious abundance in all aspects of our life and this glorious abundance is having this poverty of Christ the poverty of Christ is our proper behavior toward riches or wealth but for this trade to be effective or for this trade to become active it was necessary for God to access the means that we have by giving him tithes and offerings practically this uh, pretty much passing on of God of Christ's poverty to us is uh, it can happen when we honor God tithes and offerings with these tithes and offerings. The entire essence of God's exchange or trade upon the cross, which was accomplished on the cross, consisted in the fact that He in no way depended upon our job or the measure of our income. God's trade depends on our proper behavior toward our work or our job and our proper behavior when it comes to our pay. Where is the, Where does the exchange happen? Christ took our uh, poverty in slavery. This is how, uh, when someone behaves improperly, incorrectly toward their job, toward their business, and the positive form of the poverty of Christ, that poverty of Christ um, is your act or proper behavior toward your work. Let us determine whether we have the poverty of Christ. Do we uh, behave correctly when it comes to work? First, any work needs to be perceived as an opportunity to fulfill your purpose. Our calling depends on this. God is a worker, and because of this, He is not favorable to those that are lazy. What is our calling? Our calling as God to work. And what, how do we need to behave when it comes to work? When someone says, "With my knowledge, with my, uh, uh, with my great uh, education," and so, uh, so you then expect me to go work in, at a gas station, or uh, and and people feel that this may be low for them, and so. Business itself is a form of helping people, helping people deal with uh, with their uh, with their finances, and so 
as for example with uh, some of the brands like Ford uh, is a pretty good example of the of a company that uh, pretty much uh, did not focus so much on the luxury aspect as at to be accessible to all people. Uh, McDonald's is a great example to people look look down on uh, on these uh, jobs. And so, God allowed these businesses to exist, and and they, and so when you go into these restaurants, you 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 ask the question typically of how this cr uh, restaurant became or who who uh, created this restaurant or the owner of it. And so, like Walmart, like these other, like McDonald's, like these other co uh, companies, they didn't want people to sit on social programs or to uh, sit on other things that the government may provide them. Uh, they wa they wanted to give them access to more uh, accessible jobs, jobs where they can work, where they can earn uh, earn an income. And they found a way to solve that by by creating these companies, offering people the ability to work. And so we are workers, and our purpose is to help people. Second, any work needs to be done with your heart. Ask for the Lord. Then will it present the interests of God and will form our inner world into the image and likeness of God. This is very important. <clears throat> As our, fa our grandfathers, our great-great-grandfathers worked, when when our grandmothers worked, they 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 uh, created uh, clothing. They did, and they often uh, would sing during their work. They they did it with joy. But today, people seem to be so unhappy, and this means you're not doing your work from your and uh, with your heart. Third, it is necessary to not rebel, but to thank God for any amount of income because separating your tithes from the existing income, God makes available to us the most unique and most beneficial to us form of investment, and then one might, which is equivalent to a day's ration of food, can bring about, in, about income that is greater than millions that are brought from excess. And so the widow, she honored God, and she thanked God for what she had, and she had fear. And when Elijah sent, uh, when God sent Elijah to a widow, this widow was not aware in the beginning, of course, that God was calling her to do something. And there was a great famine at the time. She told her, she told Elijah everything she had. And so when Elijah told her what to do, she obeyed. She said, "May the Lord live." She honored God. Other widows were not honoring God at that time. And this uh, little bit of flour and oil that remained, that was enough just for her and her son for one more, pretty much one more meal. Uh, she prepared for him and God blessed her for that. It is necessary to be faithful in the little that you have <clears throat> that is lived within your means. 
and for this it is necessary to place your hope upon God and ask Him for wisdom, and then our harvest or our profit is not behind the hills. And let us not forget that God's principle remains the same. The more we give to Him, the more we will receive in time. <clears throat> Therefore, in the world, there is only one stable and safe place where we can invest our money so we can receive the most unique profit. This is the heavenly bank, the subsidiary or branch of which is on earth. This is the church making up one body of Jesus Christ. Specifically within this bank, our means transform into blessings that are imperishable, which unleash the power of God into every aspect of our life. The curse of poverty is... What is the curse of poverty? This is when a person is incorrectly... Uh, his his behavior, uh, relationship with money is is wrong, is bad. The curse of poverty is never on its own. Their unchanging satellites <clears throat> and companions are not just hunger, but also illness, broken relationships, a trampled dignity, and a lost honor. And so again, all these accompany poverty. Why? Because people, uh, their heart is set on money. Many children of God remain cursed with poverty and illness only because due to their unbelief and disobedience, instead of bringing them into the church, they use any reason and trick to take out of the church instead. Therefore, first, they end up being thieves as they claim for themselves that which belongs to God. Second, instead of love for God, they demonstrate their neglect before Him. Third, withholding their tithes and their offerings or directing them as they see fit, they in this way refuse to acknowledge the authority of God over themselves. And fourth, withholding tithes and offerings, they close for themselves entry into the courts of the Lord. And so these people are called th uh, thieves as they claim for themselves what belongs to God and they find every uh, every form of, of trickery or other ways to take out of the church instead of bring in to the church. And so someone asks me for a loan, I ask, okay, how much do you need? Okay, when will you pay it back? How many people work in your household? And so he says, me, myself. But this person may not actually be working or not actually working a true job. And so anyone who doesn't want to labor should not eat. If someone does not agree with my message or with what I'm saying, uh, God, again, we have to remember that God is a worker. He's a laborer. And uh, working and having the right heart when you're working and uh, having the privilege to be able to bring into the church, to invest in the church, uh, I understand sometimes there's difficult times, economical times. We understand all of this. And so when you ask someone at work and they say, well, I want to sleep because I'm, I, I'm, 
I'm, I'm very impatient if I didn't get enough sleep. And they make up all these kinds of things, excuses why they aren't going to work or can't work. And so right now we are go going to sing a song, and we're going to thank God for this privilege to honor Him, to worship Him, and we will correctly behave toward our work and also our church. Reading these things, you, you need to say, Lord, I understand that the poverty of Christ is correctly behaving toward my work and toward the church. Let us stand and we will sing a song.
I will happily remind us every time when Israel honored God in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command from Moses, which he received as, as a revelation from God, to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they continue to do, were faithful to for thousands of years. We are that same Israel, connected to the same root, nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in sorrow and I do not give in uncleanness and I do not give for the dead. I deeply believe in your unchanging words and I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation in the name of jesus christ amen amen may you be blessed please be seated <laughs> 